2: Now, here are your hosts, Peggy Salts and Shahab Zaghari.
0: Hello and welcome to Mobile Presence. As you know, the place to get great ideas, inspiration, and actionable advice for your mobile campaigns, for your mobile presence, for your mobile apps, what have you, firsthand from the experts and, of course, from the occasional mobile rock star. And it's all about helping you to optimize and maximize your mobile strategy I'm your host, Peggy Ann Saltz from Mobile Groove, and again, another week in the series that is off the charts, judging from your feedback, looking at the mobile heroes. These are the mobile heroes in Mobile Heroes Month, and uh, this month, uh, we have brought you the mobile heroes, that is, people recognized by Liftoff, that's a full-service mobile app marketing and retargeting platform, people recognized for their app marketing superpowers. And next in the series, today we have David Yee, and his latest gig was Storm8, where he was the user acquisition manager overseeing Global UA, that is user acquisition and monetization campaigns for their portfolio of 45 plus games. And before that, David worked as a financial analyst. So um, great to have you on the show today, David. Yeah, great
3: to be here, Peggy. Uh, Thanks for the intro.
0: Yeah, it's great to have you. And what I find very interesting is, of course, the background of the mobile heroes in this series. You know, they come to us from different, uh, you know, they weren't, you know, born for UA. And here again, we have someone, you know, financial analyst to Games UA Ninja. Um, Seems like a great fit. Uh, Tell me about it.
3: Yeah, I think you kind of uh, mentioned, um, you know, something I've seen as well. Uh, All of us, in use acquisition uh, we all have you know different backgrounds use acquisition is pretty new kind of uh, you know space um, Mm -hmm. 2017 but you know I mean it's only been around for I don't know since I guess uh, the app store has been kind of open and since it kind of uh, you know made sense to kind of do use acquisition but um, Mm -hmm. one thing that all of us do have it seems like is a kind of analytical background before I was doing use acquisition, uh, I was a financial analyst, so things like you know building models, kind of looking into uh, numbers in different areas that kind of really helped me with um, kind of my my roles in use acquisition
0: so you know that's part of the skill set for this but in u a in user acquisition yeah which is your daily job hardest about doing it
3: I think there's a couple of things um, two things that come to mind off the top of my head. So one, uh, it's balancing the qualitative and the quantitative aspect of use acquisition. Uh, it's Use acquisition is not really you know, perfect science or perfect art, um, per se. But um, you kind of have to balance both aspects. Uh, what I mean by that is, I mean, use acquisition is data-driven, so you'll be looking at numbers, A lot and kind of basing decisions off that but you know let's say you have you're looking at how creatives are performing um it's sometimes difficult to kind of pinpoint what in the creative is really working uh you may have the numbers you know showing that hey this creative is doing better than that creative but you kind of have to dig in deeper and kind of look at the qualitative aspects and kind of you know look at uh what could be driving that better performance um, so that's one. Uh, two, I'd say uh, is keeping up with technology and um, not even not just keeping up, but being ahead of the game. Uh, you know, as you know, it's again, it's 2017. Technology is evolving rapidly, and uh, if you're if you're actually playing uh, catch up, you're you're behind. So uh, knowing what's coming up next and you know building out uh, the tools that you need to kind of get that step ahead in in uh mobile marketing that's definitely um something difficult as well
0: i mean you make the point i mean that's the point for all of mobile marketing not just app marketing is keeping on top of those trends i'm just curious how you do it i mean is it something you're reading or something you're doing i mean you're getting ready right now for gdc so you're going off to the conference hanging out with people in the industry i mean how do you keep on top of it all it's so fast moving
3: Right, that's one of the things, uh, just kind of, you know, keeping an open dialogue and conversation with uh, industry peers, um, with partners, uh, see kind of what everyone else is doing, see what kind of interesting technology like they're using. Um, Not just that, but, you know, I'm plugged into a bunch, I I read a lot, so, Mm -hmm. um, you know, different news, uh, different blogs, things like, Um, so I just kind of have a curious mind, just kind of what's out there and trying to, trying to get an idea of what's, what's coming up next, what's the next big thing, and not just in mobile marketing, but, but in technology.
0: What about the way you network? I'm just curious, because I've recently joined a couple of Slack groups, and I'm finding them really helpful. And I've got one um, that was set up by Mobile Dev Memo, for example, all about user acquisition. And um, you, know, is it that thing as well? I mean, is it part of staying in touch with those communities and interacting? I mean, is there a something too?
3: Yeah, there's, there's a couple that um, that I do belong to. Um, I I do read through all the comments. Uh, I may not uh, always. Wow, i got okay, like a, but, over uh,
0: hundred unread comments in my Slack. I gotta I gotta salute you for that one. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, um, I mean, there's there's a couple uh, there's a couple bigger ones and one, one, one smaller one that I um, I look at. But uh, I mean, sometimes I skim through them. But, yeah, definitely keeping keeping close community of, um, you know, people who are, who are plugged in um, definitely helps because, you know, as you know, some of the bigger ones, uh, bigger communities might have, you know, more off-topic conversations and whatnot. So I, I skim through that. But uh, <laughs> uh, when, it's, um, when it's, you know, more meaningful, I'll, I'll jump in and just kind of, uh, you know, participate in that conversation.
0: Well, we're going to shift the conversation a little bit to some real important actionable advice we have from a recent uh, post all about how to do data properly. But I want to ask you before we go to break, I mean, when you look out there at app, you know, UA managers, it doesn't have to be games. It's everybody. Everyone's focused on user acquisition. It's about getting customers. So when you look out there in the broad sense, do you see anything they're getting really, really right or really, really wrong?
3: Yeah, I think... uh this is kind of both. I think more and more um, lately, I'm I'm seeing uh, people in user acquisition or you know performance marketing growth, um, mobile marketing really, just um, being more creative. Uh, mm-hmm. I think that's definitely something that um, should n- never be downplayed if you're doing something like this. Uh, obviously, like I mean, I keep saying this, but the you want to look at the numbers. Uh, but if you can think of a kind of um, users uh, grow your customer base. Um, that can that can move the needle a lot more than you know driving down your cost or or something like that. So that's one thing. Um, just always you know keep an open mind, be creative of how you're marketing to your customers, your users. Um, and then let's see another thing. Uh, well, another thing that I think again I'm seeing this more and more lately, but it was not maybe the trend a year or two ago. Even was uh, getting more uh, more granular in Facebook. Um, I'm seeing a lot more uh, companies and you know organizations. They're putting more headcount just on specific channels, and it takes a lot of work. There's a lot of there's a lot of data there that you can utilize and leverage. So uh, that's definitely um, headed in the right direction.
0: And I guess that's about targeting really i mean it's about the the evolution of targeting because at the beginning it was just like okay just give me the demographics give me age gender uh you know region where they where they they live and now we're saying no let's get let's get this right let's go granular let's be able to retarget as you mentioned facebook um you know that's probably something that we're not quite getting right yet but we definitely would have to move more in this direction would you say
3: yeah definitely i mean i i mean i can't wait personally for you know targeting to get even more or to get to advance even more um i mean right now uh that's the reason why facebook that's one of the re- well half the reason why facebook is such a big uh channel right now right i mean that and scale uh you can you can find out a lot about your users just by you know leveraging facebook facebook analytics um to kind of see what your users look like and to a marketer that's that's very valuable data um you know, I've definitely leveraged uh, findings from Facebook that um, to other other kind of marketing initi- marketing initiatives that I've uh, started. So you definitely um, hit the head right on that one.
0: Well, also, you know, I'm looking at the latest data also on mobile app. Uh, well mobile ad networks really and how they're performing and I mean and Facebook is always uh, the number one in terms of that's where we're all flocking that's where we're all going so that makes an awful lot of sense but right now we have to go to break but when we get back we're going to be talking about your advice and your experience all around cracking the code on mobile ad creatives so listeners don't go away we'll be right back
2: mobile presence will be back after we connect you to our sponsors
0: Do
2: you have cold, hard cash burning a hole in your pocket? Let Cranberry Radio lighten your load. Just hand us that burdensome dinero and we'll get you set up with your very own radio show. We produce, edit, and amplify the show. All you have to do is show up. It's time for you to make an impact. We're glad to help. Just hand over the cash. Space is limited. So contact us now at sales at cranberry.fm. Try eBrands for 30 days. Go to eBrandsWithAZ.com or call 1 866 625 5717. That's eBrands with a Z for eBrands. Mobilizing your marketing and engagement efforts. Welcome back to Mobile Presence, only on Cranberry Radio.
0: Welcome back to Mobile Presence. I'm Peggy Ann Saltz with Mobile Groove. And our guest today, another mobile hero, David Yee, a user acquisition manager who has been in charge of countless global user acquisition and monetization campaigns. So, David, right before the break, we were talking about advice, and now I want to get to exactly where you gave us some advice. And I'm talking about a recent post you wrote uh, called Cracking the Code on Mobile Ad Creatives to Attract and Acquire Users. So it was all about that advice, about how to do that, how to get that right. But I'm curious just to start, you know, why write a post about it? What's so important?
3: Yeah, I I mean, I think uh, I just want to highlight the fact that you know, getting the creatives right can can affect your campaigns as uh, positively or negatively as, um, you know, another factor of, like, cost. Uh, so in, in um, let's say, let's take Facebook. Uh, you can, Facebook really cares, or any kind of publisher really uh, cares about getting the most money per impression that they're showing, right? That ad space is very important. So you can, and if you're paying on a, let's say, CPI cost per install or cost per uh, action basis. Um, if your creative is converting better uh, or more frequently, uh, you're essentially paying that publisher more often for every more for for uh, more per impression essentially. Mm-hmm. So if you're if you're getting uh, if you're just finding you know creatives that aren't really converting really well, you may have to p- uh, pay a higher price or whatnot, but um, let's say you find some, some golden creative um, that can definitely uh, help you just as much as driving up the price. Um, that's high level. But not only that, um, getting the right messaging to you know, different audiences, that's definitely very important. Um, if you can, if you can, you can, uh, if you can target uh, specific audiences, you want to probably send different message to, let's say, you know, a 30-year-old female versus a 50-year-old male. Um, i not sure if that, those are within your targeted audiences, but if it is, it's probably mm-hmm. not likely that you want to save, uh, send the same message to both those audiences.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's like basically getting a lot of mileage first for your budget, but then again, also speaking to that audience, which is a, a lot similar to just, again, just you know, mobile marketing. So let's walk through your advice a little bit. Uh, number one here, bring order to the data. What exactly does that mean and how should we go about it?
3: Yep. Uh, so the first thing um, is really, and I can't stress enough to really think about and uh, really engineer your, uh, how you're kind of tracking that data, storing that data um, before, before you even start any kind of uh, performance marketing.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: Um, you, you don't want to get into a situation where you set you set up uh, tracking, you set up uh, your data, um, but you run, in, run into a situation where you really need, really need to, you know, add some, something in, kind of uh, something that you didn't really think of in the first place, and that can really kind of uh, create a lot more work uh, in the long run than you know taking some time in the beginning to kind of uh, things. Um, I've, I've actually had to experience this firsthand and it was definitely not fun. Um, so I'm always, you know, taking more time to, you know, think thoroughly through how, uh, you should be looking at this data. Um, so so that's number one. Uh, number two is, uh, really, really looking at, uh, what you have and how you can leverage it. Um, if you're not, if you're not, if you're not receiving kind of the, the data that you need, um, is it available? And if you can think of something that you want, is it available? Uh, you know, maybe you can even uh, bring bring your resources together to, you know, you know, obtain that data, whatever it is.
0: I mean, I mean, your your career has actually proven this, David. I mean, uh, we didn't ask at the start of the show, but how old are you again?
3: <laughs> I uh-huh. am p- twenty six years old.
0: Okay, so you're 26 years old, so you're definitely like, you know, Forbes material, 30 under 30 here. You know, it's not the age where you would expect to be so savvy, but you have actually achieved quite a lot by, by you know, bringing order to your data and using data the way you say you you, you have to. Uh, give me an example. What is it that you have achieved where you're saying, you know, uh, wow, um, that's, that's something that even you weren't expecting?
3: Yeah, sure. So you can look, let's say... Um, at how, at how you know some of your campaigns are doing right um, obviously there's different levels at uh, uh where you're looking at your mobile marketing kind of uh campaigns you can look at it at you know uh, paid versus non paid um social social non social cetera. and then you can go down to the different channels you're using within that um in the, if the if you have multiple campaigns per channel the individual channels um and even within that like you can look at you can slice it up in different ways. You can look at it by the audience or the creative or by both. Uh, so I didn't expect to see such different uh, performance. Uh, when I looked at the first time I looked at um, the audience and creative kind of mix, um, I found that, you know, certain creatives do better with different audiences uh, from a conversion standpoint. And when, when I say conversion, I mean more of like a, Higher in the funnel conversion, let's say, let's say an install, but also it, it affects you know down funnel metrics such as uh, you know the revenue uh, in in that user's, user's lifetime.
0: So just as a a number, if you might be able to share, was it like an X percentage increase that blew you away?
3: I I've, I've seen that that it can affect up to three hundred per
0: percent. That's quite a lot. That's quite a lot. So, you know, David, I could go on forever, but we're running out of some time here. So uh, what I have to do is uh, keep up with you. I'll definitely be watching for you. But in the meantime, you know, other than your blog post and your presence over at heroes.liftoff.io, how can people, listeners, stay in touch with you?
3: You can can, uh, email me at david at YeDavid.com. um mm-hmm. I'll, I'll see your e- email i can respond
0: david at, at ye david.com. so why i david.com okay correct and maybe we'll find a few more blog posts from you out there who knows um I'll keep in touch with you. We'll have you back on the show. How's that? Yeah, sounds good. Okay. And in the meantime, listeners, you can email me, Peggy, at MobileGroove.com, where you can also find my portfolio of content marketing and app marketing services. And you can follow me on Twitter, at Peggy Ann. That's A-N-N-E. Listen in next for Shahab Sagari's special hotspot segment, breaking the art and science of mobile video storytelling and marketing into bite-sized chunks. We can all understand It's a hot topic. In fact, AOL calls it a mobile video movement out there. It's going to be huge, so stay tuned to learn what you need to know to ride that wave.
2: Mobile Presence will be back after we connect you to our sponsors.
0: Is your website hacked? Is your website displaying error messages or loading slowly? Even if there are no signs of malicious activity, your site may still be compromised. Websites, like cars, require regular maintenance to perform at their best and not leave you stranded. At Fjorge, our website maintenance experts can help you assess which one of our maintenance plans will best support your needs. Visit Fjorgedigital.com or call 612-877-3840 and get the support and protection your website and business deserve. That's fjorge Digital.
2: Don't risk the cost of falling off the proverbial peak of search rankings. Let Top SEOs give you peace of mind. TopSEOs.com, the independent authority on search vendors. Looking for a better way to get more traffic and interaction to your Facebook page? Imagine Facebook interactivity on your page like you've never seen. Introducing your new Facebook marketing fix, Mobilizing your marketing and engagement efforts. Welcome back to Mobile Presence, only on Cranberry Radio.
0: And we're back with another amazing segment of Shahab Zagari's special Hotspot segment, looking at mobile videos, storytelling, and marketing. And this week, we're going to talk about influencer marketing. Who are they? And how do you make the match with your brand?
1: Hi, welcome to Hotspot. I'm Shahab Zagari with Higher Ground Creative Agency. And if you remember in the last segment, we uh, had talked about influencer marketing. We have uh, influencer marketing to talk about today and another couple segments coming up because I just can't fit all of that in one six-minute segment. So let's get started. Uh, so influencer marketing, definitely a great idea. Um, but here's one tip that you definitely, definitely need uh, – when you get together with an influencer, you've got to make sure that they love whatever it is that you do. Okay. They've got to be a brand advocate. Uh, You know, even if they are feigning that love, I mean, they've, they've got to prove to you that they love it. Um, You know, they, they, in general, won't promote products that they don't believe in. Um, But the more that they believe in it and the more that they can sell that, uh, the more convincing uh, it is. Um, So it it just makes it easier for them to promote it. It makes it easier for them to feel as though, you know, it's a natural message to their uh, audience. Um, And, you know – that way when their audience sees the messaging, they can tell that they love it and they, at that point, the users, the clients, the fan base, they don't really care whether or not they're getting paid. Actually, it's almost transparent these days that they know they're getting paid uh, for their endorsement. Um, second tip for this segment, uh, you know, make sure that the relationship is mutually beneficial. Um, you know, obviously giving them credibility, um, you know, giving them a shout out, definitely great giving them free product, definitely great financial reward, definitely a must. Um, you know, especially, uh, once you get to people who do have a specific reach and they know for a fact that you are a perfect fit, uh, you know, but, uh, how much, I always get the, 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 the. Question. So, how much should I look to be spending, you know, per campaign on a uh, influencer? And what I would say is, you know, if if you hope to look for a return on your investment, I would say. And again, this is not science. This is not. This is just purely hypothetical. You know, every case is different. Every campaign is different. I would say, at the very least, having a hundred and fifty thousand dollar budget. Uh, to start, uh, you know, again, that would be, um, bringing them on, uh, whether it's for a video, um, or, you know, a photo shoot to where that video, those photos, that content, uh, can be, you know, pushed out over a few months or a year or so, um, would definitely behoove you, uh, and that at that 150,000 mark, um, You can again make it something to where you know you are getting an influencer that has exactly what you want and the audience that you need to be talking to on a grand scale. Uh, you know, certain influencers they ask for five thousand dollars or ten thousand dollars just to do one Instagram post just to do one Snapchat post. Um, and that, you know, it's fleeting and it goes away. Uh, and then really you, it's not enough content to, uh, you know, kind of milk out there for six months to a year. You have that one post and then it's over. Um, now, if you can get somebody who will take the 150,000 and, do a commercial or a photo shoot, um, you know, at that price point, you can get somebody that has a fairly large reach. Um, and you know, they're essentially getting paid for the one day in the studio. And then you've got tons and tons of content from this person who's not necessarily a celebrity, but they're pretty much there in the eyes of the public and the eyes of the millennials. Uh, so, Again, uh, just to recap, for this episode, the influencers have got to love what it is that you do. Uh, They, um, you know, uh, create the top quality content when it's something that they absolutely adore, absolutely can get behind as a person, as a brand. Uh, And number two, make it mutually beneficial. Uh, You know, these influencers uh, already have a huge following, and that's what you want. But that doesn't mean they have everything they want. Uh, so give them what they want, and you know, as long as it's a win-win, then everybody's happy, and your campaigns will be a success. So uh, next time we're going to be delving into a little bit more about influencer audiences, uh, and uh, you know, actually negotiating that price. Uh, but again, thank you for listening in, and we'll catch you next time.
0: And that's a wrap. We'll be back next week with another mobile hero and another hotspot from Shahab Zaghari looking at influencer marketing. So until then, you can check out this and all earlier episodes of our show by going to cranberry.fm, or you can find our shows on iTunes, Stitcher, Zoom, and iHeartRadio simply by searching mobile presence a big thank you from me from us from all of us here for listening in the mobile presence and for all the tweets emails good vibes you continually send our way and remember every minute is mobile so make every minute count we'll see you next week